Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Revelation chapter 9 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and end our session with a short prayer. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and sky were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke, locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion, when it strikes. During those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings were like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails with stingers like scorpions, and in their tails they had power to torment people for five months. They had a king over them, the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek is Apollyon, that is, destroyer. The first woe is past, two other woes are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour, and day, and month, and year, were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops was twice ten thousand times ten thousand. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murderers, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. This is the end of Revelation chapter 9. So we see here from John that he's again describing the end times. And we see how the humanity is going to be attacked and chased in a way that's never seen before. People are going to be tormented and tortured for months, wishing they were dead and not being able to find death. But to me, the, the tremendous and the amazing thing here is that even after all this, after all this pain, suffering, death, and persecution, there are going to be people 
who are not going to repent of their sins. That to me is incredible. Knowing that if they don't repent, the examples and the testimony all around them is that they're, they're, they're going to be swiftly dealt with and that they're going to encounter death. Mm-hmm. And only their demise is a certainty. But people continue to defy God. So we should not look at this and go, that could never be me. But realize that without God's grace, without the salvation of our Lord, we are those people. We are them. And so we are to pray to God so that we accept His ways, His grace, His invitation to join His kingdom through our faith in Jesus so that we don't end up that way. And we need to continually surrender our lives and surrender our circumstances to our Father God so that when He does come, we can be here walking in humility, waiting for the day that He comes for us. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for these words of encouragement, really. Words that tell us what the end times are going to be like. Words that describe the nature of our heart, the core of our being. Lord, this sin in us, thank you for allowing us, giving us the way to overcome it. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, and for him giving up his life on that cross and conquering death through his resurrection. Lord, only through this are we able to conquer the very ugly nature and sinful nature that we have. And we just pray that we continue to put our life in Jesus and our faith in Jesus so that, Lord, we can be righteous in front of you and we can walk into your kingdom with full righteousness, clothed with acceptance, with love, with your love, with your infinite love. Lord, we ask this in your son's Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Revelation chapter 9. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.